Hello, everyone. This is the Parks Academy, where we discuss and celebrate all things theme parks related. We focus mainly on Disney parks and resorts in both Anaheim and Orlando. My name is Paige. My name is Steven. And today we will be discussing mistakes that we've made in Disney. It's hard to believe that pros like us have ever made mistakes in a Disney park, but yeah, we have. And they've been, they've straight up been doozies. So (laughs) (laughs) they have been, I mean, it's no joke. Um, okay. So I sent you over the list that we, that we had agreed upon. You just want to go in that order? Is that good for you? Sure. That's fine. All right. Why don't you, why don't you just read it off? (laughs) Well, if I kick off with the first one, it's kind of throwing you under the bus a little bit. It's fine. That's funny because the bus was involved. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Okay. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, the first mistake that we have definitely made is when we were getting to the end of the evening on our Hollywood Studios day, instead of staying for the nighttime spectacular that was a Star yeah. Wars show um, on the Grauman's Chinese Theater in Hollywood Studios, we were like, Let's see if we can catch a bus over to Magic Kingdom in time for the fireworks. Yeah, terrible, and the reason for that is we had idea. a park hopper that day. And during this particular trip, we did not plan on going to Magic Kingdom for this Correct. trip. So we were like, let's just go, you know, let's head over there. Um, well, guess what, folks? We waited for the bus. I'm going to say 45 minutes. At least 45 minutes because mm-hmm. we did not make it in time for the fireworks except for the very, very end of the fireworks. Yeah. Um, because so once like a, during certain nighttime, certain nighttime shows start after the park is already closed. Correct. So this particular one in Hollywood Studios did start after the park closed. Um, so we could not get back in. Mm-hmm. And you know the thing, you know the thing where um, – Everyone's waiting for something, and for whatever reason, everyone's just kind of like throwing their head over their shoulders, looking every which direction to try to spot what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. This was this was this time's like eternity um, or yeah. fitity, rather. I don't know um, because everyone had their phones out, looking at schedules and routes, and and you know there was a lot of huffing and puffing, and um, we were the first ones in line for the bus, mm-hmm. and the I mean the line got in, insane behind us, and but... the buses kept coming and coming and coming. But not None for Magic Kingdom, though. We're going to Magic Kingdom. So the lesson I learned is um, if you want to, tr- there is no, unless you, I'm just going to say there is no, let's just go do this really quick in Disney. Right. Typically. I mean, if you're so lucky and you can jump on something really fast or say, oh, you know, um, we are in Tomorrowland and the fireworks show is coming or happening over on Main Street. Like, let's just. Well, should, why don't we just go run over there really quick? Right. You can do that, but there is no, like, why don't we just hop over to this park with 10 minutes to spare and go do this? Because you are at the mercy of transportation, mm-hmm. and even if you have your own car, you are at the mercy of getting out of the parking lot, getting into the next parking lot, traffic, the whole catastrophe. Yep. So that is a, that is a mistake that we certainly made. Yep. And, and it is my fault, because I, I don't know why I wanted to leave a Star Wars thing, but at the time, I was like, let's just... You know, let's just bail. I don't know. But part of that reasoning, too, I think, was that was the run Disney day, which we will come back to. Yeah, it was, huh? In the next few examples. So let's move on to the second mistake that we have made in Disney parks. And that is doing 
four parks on four consecutive days. Yeah. That's a lot to ask of you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I mean, if you, yeah, it, it's no, it's no question that it's exhausting to be in a theme park. And when you go hard, like we do, when you go from gates opening to or rope drop rather to last call, um, it really, really, really will exhaust you and your feet hurt and you're just tired. And then, you know, it's kind of like that um, physical hangover the next day when you get out of your bed and your feet still kind of hurt a little bit, but they, you feel rejuvenated, but you also have like this lingering pain in your feet and your legs and your back maybe. Right. And you slept really well because you were so tired, uh-huh. but you have like only a little bit of energy yeah. that even a coffee on Main Street can't mm-hmm. fix. Yeah, exactly. And like you want to get in every minute you can, but you're still kind of. I don't know. For me anyway, like it, it's difficult when I'm of two minds. Like the my mind is telling me I really want to get there for rope drop because mm-hmm. I want to be a part of everything going on. Right. And stay till it closes. And then my body's like, hey, bud, can we maybe, you know, not do that today? Let's try a different pace. Yeah, let's really slow it down. So right. we I mean what what's our alternative to that? Well, so we have done a couple different things. We've either said let's do three days of parks. And one day we hop from one park to another. Mm-hmm. Um, or we obviously use your park hopper for the whole trip. You're not just buying a park hopper for one day, right? Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. Right. So mm-hmm. you're buying the park hopper for the whole trip. So maybe you spend the mornings in Magic Kingdom when it's less crowded and then hop over to the parks that open a little later like Epcot um, and spend the evening somewhere like that. Yeah. Or you break up your trip with an off day mm-hmm. in the middle. Which the is, off day is is my preferred. And that's what we've done the last few times because we've we found that that works for us yep. where we'll usually do um, a hangout at the hotel and swim and then go to Disney Springs or mm-hmm. just kind of relax. One time we did our off day in the middle and then we spontaneously bought tickets to Universal Studios. We didn't just get tickets. We got tickets. We got tickets and we got like the best of the best front of the line access stuff. Like we went, we went hog wild on that. We were total crazy pants and said, we're going to do a, an off day in the middle so we don't get exhausted. And on our off day, we decided to go to a fifth theme park do not follow our lead that was a mistake i was wearing my rainbow flip-flops that day because i didn't think we were doing anything exciting and so i was rocking flip-flops an entire day and um and i was in universal studios yeah yep yep fun times it was actually very very fun it was very fun but here's what i will say about the four parks in four days or the terrible example of five parks in five days the last day we did magic kingdom because that is my least favorite park and there's the most to do there. So I think that's why we did that one on our last day. And about halfway through the day, we were both so grumpy mm-hmm. that we were just done. Yeah. We were just done with the park. We were done with being in Disney. We were done with the screaming children and the parents yelling at their kids. I was ready to like start pushing kids over. We were and the just thing about done. it is the last thing we rode that day was Small World. Yeah. So... <laughs> I actually have a very specific memory of sprinting out of the park. I don't remember why. I think it was because the fireworks show was starting and I just wanted out. We actually split up. We did, yeah. Like, I you was You ran running. one way and I ran another way. And I was sprinting. You're not... Don't run to the parks. It's not... 
it's not it's not it's in the not rule book preferable. but yeah um i sprinted out of there because i was like screw this i want out and i was going through the trick way of going through all the stores down main street she was like knocking over coat racks out. and display cases and i was not flailing but we definitely were like let's just meet at the bus we just need a minute to get out of this yeah. park and this craziness <clears throat> so yeah. so be Again, mindful of that. Alternatively, if you're doing like, I think four days in the parks is really fun. You know, one day for each park if if you so choose. Um, but I think two days, a break, and then two days is a great way to do it. I think so too. And I think yeah. especially if you have kids um, and you have to pace yourself. You mm-hmm. really do. When you're adults, you can kind of go at a different pace or you're not trying to cram in as many rides or experiences maybe. But um, But definitely consider taking a break day in the middle. Okay, the next one, going to a park after a run Disney event. And to be more specific, I would say half marathon and over. Yeah, I did a half marathon, had to be up and at the run Disney event at 3 a.m., I think. Yeah. In the corral, ran the event. And then went back and didn't even shower, just changed my clothes. And then we went to Hollywood Studios all day. And then when Hollywood Studios closed, we went to Magic Kingdom. We went to Magic Kingdom. Yep. Watched fireworks and went on Space Mountain. I legitimately could not walk. And when I say I legitimately could not walk, I mean I'm laying on the bench on the train station on main street like almost in tears and i'm like i cannot move i cannot move we're going to have to get a wheelchair tomorrow yeah (laughs) um, not an exaggeration yeah i mean if you run like a 5k or something like you can probably do the parks for the rest of the for the rest of the time but yeah if you're if you're really putting in those miles it's gonna be tough on your body now i am not a runner um so i did not run it finish line and held a banana (laughs) (laughs) yeah i saw some things man it's funny it's super funny watching people go through the finish line at run disney um bless yeah i've seen some things we'll talk about run disney on another episode yeah but but, um yeah just take a day off man go to the pool sit in the hot tub take an ice bath or something in your hotel or have a nice dinner to uh treat yourself but maybe the other thing too is this wasn't like our third or fourth day in the park this was day one this was day one so it was like we had that disney itch and even you did too like you right. really wanted to get in there and, well, and we got there the up. day before we did our jock Lindsay's hangar bar the night before i took it pretty easy on food and drinks we did the whole like we went to the world of sports and yes. did all that stuff the and registration we, and right stuff. we went shopping in the expo and we did all the things and relaxed and went to bed on the earlier side because i had to be up so early but we just pushed it way too much after the yeah. run disney event so yep. and then the rest of the trip you were actually fairly miserable too i was you were I, you had like kt tape all of your legs I, and you were just knees, like hating life yeah and uh, guys i'm an athlete i mean i say that loosely now because i've had a child and i haven't played sports competitively in a while but this was this was something i knew i could do and i trained really hard for it it's not like i just said let me give this half marathon a try and didn't prep <laughs> like i had trained for a year yeah yeah you, know, you were going after it and i felt miserable trying to walk around a theme park i mean sometimes it hurts to walk around a theme park you know just like normal everyday humans right but 
doing that after running a half marathon. It's no good. Well, and we pushed it and we did four parks in four <clears> days. So <laughs> these are mistakes, folks. This is why we're telling you. Yeah. That wasn't our four four trips, four parks in four days trip, though. Well, that was a different trip, but yeah. we did four parks mm-hmm. in four days. All right. Yeah. Hit me with the next one. All right. Next one. Not having dinner reservations. Yeah. This one bites when you um, are hungry and you really want to do something. So a couple of years ago, it was kind of a different story because you could get um, you could do mobile orders and be pretty much good to go. But right now it's it's sort of universally difficult to get reservations anywhere. Um, and also, you know, if you aren't, I don't really know how much, whenever you're listening to this, I don't know really how it's going to be, but, um, during like, you know, a lot of the changes in Disney world, especially, um, even like mobile ordering that you would have to order your lunch in the morning and then go pick it up at lunchtime. So plan ahead on that. We've talked about planning ahead a lot, but you do not, we, we've, we've been stuck before with no dinner reservations. And just kind of walking around like that John Travolta gif and being like, what the heck are we going to do? Well, and part of the thing, too, is we typically will do QSR for lunch and Mm -hmm. sit down for dinner. That's just something we like to do. We don't mind being on our feet and finding a quick, you know, table or ledge to sit at for our lunch. But for dinner, we'd like to actually sit down and enjoy our time and not feel rushed or like someone is hovering for a table. And so... For us to not have dinner reservations and to be um, sort of out of luck trying to find a place that we can go into to sit down and eat that's not just, you know, a, a QSR restaurant. Or like a hard. Mickey like pretzel stand or something. Right, exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah. So plan ahead on that. Um, think about how early you can plan ahead based on your reservations and and try to take advantage of having those dinner reservations ahead of time. Yeah. All right. The next one. And this one we have done. We haven't done it on the last few trips because, you know, we're getting smarter as we get older. Yeah. But buying your souvenirs first thing in the morning or buying all your souvenirs on the first day, really. But mm-hmm. but especially when you're going into the parks all day and you see that thing you want and you buy it first thing. Yeah, let's be really, really clear, though. It depends on what thing. Because that's if you true. if you like go in and want to buy mini ears and that's what you want and you get in there, buy them and you can enjoy them for the you rest of the day. You wear them all day. Hakuna Matata. There you go. But um, if you are like, I really, really want this special edition Force Awakens uh, Darth Vader head from when it's like all crumbled and stuff. Yes. Then you do you're have gonna to have carry a, that. You're going to have a bad time if you, you buy are. that early in the day. I would even right. challenge you with you had a pretty bad time carrying your lightsaber around all day. I did. Yeah, yeah. But that was – so there was kind of a – um, um, there was a little bit of a caveat with that. Are you talking about my Savi's one or my Legacy one last time? Well, both because – My Savi's, yeah. Because you still had them in the morning and then you were like, can I go find somewhere to keep this all day? Because yeah. I don't want to carry it and it keeps getting in the way and I don't want it mm-hmm. to get broken. Yeah, the Savi's one was way worse because I had a blade with it. Right. Um, but the problem with that was I couldn't, that was sort of like a let go and let God situation because I was given, like, I, I, I got, one I got the reservation that I got. Right. Um, and you know, this kind of goes back to reservations, but I did not make a reservation for Savi's when we went. Mm-hmm. And so I had to just hope that I could find one. Right. And I got a last minute reservation for the next day. 
Yep. Um, so yeah, I was stuck with that. And then the legacy lightsaber was in like its big gray box and mm-hmm. I had that in my backpack. Yep. Which wasn't as inconvenient, but it was still kind of a bummer. So a couple of things you can do. Um, I know this is back, but you can, if you get something big, you can buy it and have it delivered to your hotel room, which is very, very helpful. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, if you're buying something and you're flying there and you just don't want to have to put it in your luggage, you can actually have it shipped back to your house right. um, by Disney, which is fantastic. So you don't have to, like, the point is, like, if you, if there's something that you really want and you are staying on Disney property, we would definitely encourage you to have it delivered to your hotel room mm-hmm. um, or have it shipped to your house. But if you are, like, you know, not at a Disney hotel um, and you are just kind of, like, hanging out for the day or whatever, like, yeah, try to buy it later if you can because you do not want to get stuck with big souvenirs. Right. And there have been a couple times that we've gone, I can remember, in Epcot, and then we had, like, three bags that we were carrying around all day. Yeah. It was during the Food and Wine Festival mm-hmm. because I was carrying all these bags of, like, Food and Wine Festival merch. And... Yeah, I was going to ask you if you had something in mind that you bought that you kind of regretted because you had to carry it. Well, it was just a combination of things. So we ended up buying a reusable bag from Epcot because mm-hmm. I was tired of carrying all of those different Disney bags with all our souvenirs in it. Right. So we just kept going and saying we already have a bag, and then we were just filling it up with stuff. Yeah. But it was because we had started out in the morning with I bought like a shirt and then I bought a pin and then we bought a watch band for you. You and bought it was just a bunch of yeah, things. Yeah, you got combined. a um, spirit jersey, which is big right, and bulky. Right. So it was the spirit jersey that was taking yeah. up so much space. It did not fit in my lounge fly because, as Stephen has said before, they're not always the most practical unless you're not buying a bunch of big mm-hmm. stuff in the morning. I should have bought that towards the end of the day. Yeah, so. it's just, it's such a song and dance though because, you know, what's the rule? If you see it and you like it, get it because it's likely they won't be there when you go back. Like the hand soap that we got. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That we was bought that, the same yep. day. We bought that early why, in the morning because... Right. We saw it and then it was gone by the afternoon. Well, what was wild about it was we saw it and there was a ton of them, right? So, okay, mm-hmm. we're talking about that hand soap that Where when you push it like down Mi- and it comes Mickey. out like Mickey head, right? Um, so we, I, I saw it and I bought it. Um, anyways, I saw it and, uh, um, there was a ton of them on display, maybe like 50 or 60. And then I went on test track and I came back. This was like mouse connected or whatever. Um, and I came back and there was like five left. Right. So I was like, I gotta get this right now. Yep. Um, also pro tip, those things do not last. So we took it home and then I thought I'd be a clever boy and, um, refill it. And there's some like Disney witchcraft in it because when you refill it, it does not work the same. It's like it special. It's work. like special soap. It was special soap. Yeah, it was terrible. All of that to not even <laughs> be able to use it again. Yeah. Anyway, and now buy you can your buy stuff, them online. Buy your stuff at a convenient time, folks, so you don't have to carry around a bunch of souvenir bags. Okay, next one. And I stand by this. Mm-hmm. Steven is like, meh, whatever. Yeah. We will not, if I have any say. Go back to Disney in the heat of the summer. Yeah, Disney World. Disney Disneyland World, is correct. It's well, that doable. depends. It's doable. That depends. Yeah. California summers for me are too hot and dry. Yeah. But especially Disney World, I thought I was going to die. It's it's not the heat, it's the humidity, as every dad <laughs> in America says. Um, yeah, you have a you have 
quite the tale of this whole situation. First of all, you were how many months pregnant? I was in my second trimester. So five, six months pregnant? Yeah, somewhere in there. Um, And... The worst part of it all. Okay, so first day we get there, we go to Disney Springs. We go to Jock Lindsay's. We hang out. We do our thing. Second day is our first day in the parks. About halfway through the day. This was Epcot. It was Epcot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. About halfway through the day, I realize I have this red rash looking thing on my leg. So it's a little bit itchy. It feels kind of warm. I've gotten hives several times in my life. I have issues with allergens. And so that's happened to me before. So I go to the little first aid place. And they're like, oh, here's some, you know, cortisone cream or whatever, but check with your doctor because you're pregnant. So see if you can use it. So I call my doctor and they say, don't use it if you don't have to. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm not sure what to do here. And the lady in the first aid place says, oh, that looks like Disney rash. (laughs) So Stephen and I are like, what What? in the world is Disney rash? So I'm Googling this. We're sitting in the park. It's getting very uncomfortable at this point. My leg is starting to hurt. Like, the muscles feel like they're hurting. It's not like hives that I've ever had before. What was weird about it, if I may, was um, if you're eating just – it's not back rows, but you know your own stomach intolerance. It was, like, red and blotchy, but it didn't really break the skin. It looked like it was, like, underneath the skin. Right. So it wasn't like a rash where it's, like, on top and it's right. like That's a, like an it... exterior rash. It was, like, Correct. all – it looked like – it looked like it was kind of burst if you poked, if you like poked it. Gross. Why would you say that? <laughs> so I was, it was really upsetting and so it was like really hot to the touch. It was So rough. here's the deal with it. I knew it wasn't hives because like Stephen said, it wasn't on the surface. It wasn't bumpy. Like there was not raised at all. It was actually like a vascular issue. So it was like the veins underneath of my skin responding to the heat and humidity and evidently this is a very common thing that happens specifically in disney because of the hot humid weather and so the lady in the first aid place said yeah if you look around it happens with a lot of older people i just um, i just google image church disney rash and gross. this is wild yeah man. it's would, a trip definitely look it up if recommend. you want to no um it's something to see but the lady in the first aid place was like, walk around and you'll probably see dozens of other people with Disney rash. Yeah. So just just so you know, if you ever go into Disney in the middle of the summer and it is hot and humid and your legs start to hurt, be very careful because that was no joke. And yeah. it it hurt the whole time we were there. Um, I had to ice it every night and elevate it, and I still actually have a dent in my leg where it was that my doctor thought would go away after I had the baby, and it has not. Yeah, just basically <clears throat> your run-of-the-mill inflammation of blood vessels. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's 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 it is it something else, man. I think we might. I found a great picture that we might use for cover art. Disgusting. Okay. All of that to say, if you don't have to go to Disney in the summer, go literally any other mm-hmm. time of year. The spring is the best time to go. Spring break is usually really crowded, but anytime, you know, March or April, mm-hmm. they've got the Flower and Garden Festival, which is just phenomenal. The fall is beautiful. You have Halloween or 
food and wine festival. Christmas time is going to be even cooler. And then you Busy, have the Christmas. Busy, but nice. Well, but if you go early enough in the season, mm-hmm. you know, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, there are certain times of, you know, the middle of the week and stuff if you have yeah. more flexibility. <laughs> and then January and February is usually, usually the least crowded but this Except year this year for it's been some crazy busy 50th. so yeah the other the other thing i'm gonna just interject with like disney rash is not fun i've never had it but i can't imagine it sounds debilitating and terrible it was awful <clears throat> but um the other thing too is it's just nasty hot outside so um you're gonna be like craving shade and you know summertime it's busier because everyone's on break and that's a popular time to vacation Typically, so you're going to be standing in really long lines waiting for everything, and it's going to be so hot, and you're going to be soaked because of the humidity. Um, I don't know. For me, it's, it's definitely not as fun. Yeah, just if you can swing it, the other times of year are just more pleasant. Um, as long as it's not so, so crowded when you're there, it it's just more pleasant when you're not dripping and sweating and Suffering from Disney rash. Yeah. The way I would describe it is in Florida weather, it's it's a less terrible option. Yeah. It's not go. much better, but it's less terrible. There you go. We're not hating on Florida, everyone. It's just humid. The weather is just upsetting. Just humid. All right. What's the last one we got? All right. The last one, mistake that we've made, and this was when we were youngins, newly married. We didn't really pay attention to our finances as much. <laughs> Not having a budget. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch, indeed. Um, yeah, we spent a lot of money on this trip. Here's why. Um, we were bright-eyed about the Magic Bands that were still f- new-ish. We were um, so excited. And you can hook up your credit card to them directly. And so... Brilliant. When money does not feel like it is tangible and you can just blindly spend it's really really easy to just swipe 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 and not think about it Mm -hmm. and the thing about it is that these these weren't like you know we're not looking at like hundred dollars at a time we're talking like 15 20 bucks here and there right so it doesn't feel like much at a time and so this was our this was our big trip where we did five days and five parks Mm -hmm. and so we were like tickets excluded like tickets even to universal and stuff excluded Everything adds up so darn fast and it will just it'll just drain you. So we made a horrible mistake of putting things on our credit card, like not our debit card, but a credit card. Right. And um, not great, Bob. Not not great. It was not great. So when we got home and not only did we look at our credit card statement total, but we were just kind of like, huh, okay. Uh-huh. We just really spent that much money. Yeah. The the thing is, we've talked a lot about, you know, in the past, like budgeting and, and one of our big go-tos is having gift cards. Um, it's so much better when you have a set amount that you're willing to spend. Mm-hmm. And then that way, if you do want to spend something that is outside of your budget, it's more like a little treat. And then you're kind of treating it as such. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to say that... Uh, Stick with the budget because we have we've made that mistake and it it really sucks. It's a great time, fun memory, but it it really is not. It's not it's not wise. It is not. That's exactly the phrase it's I was going to say. It's not advisable. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. So those are I don't know if we've I don't I mean I guess we've made other mistakes 
But those, those are kind were, of the top those ones were our that big we mistakes that we thought we should share with a couple uh, little anecdotes thrown yeah. in there. We have little mistakes like when you're in line for a ride and it splits off into two different lines, you get in the wrong one, and then the the one next to you just like all boards and you're stuck. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Those are small little mistakes. Those are those are unavoidable. Right. Yep. But these these are some bigger ones that hopefully are helpful to you as you're planning your next trip or as you're thinking about um, getting ready to go on your trip to Walt Disney World or Disneyland. Yeah. So that's going to about do it for us. Um, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We we do appreciate your support and uh, all of your kind words and, and, and your, you know, uh, regular listening. We, we do appreciate it. You can find us on Instagram at the Parks Academy. Uh, we are at theparksacademypod.com online where we have regular blog posts. We upload all of our episodes um, with some extra details on them. And um, you can, you know, kind of get to know us there and, and subscribe there as well. Um, you can also find us on Patreon at the Parks Academy podcast. Uh, we have some bonus content out there. Um, but we would love for you to hear and, and to join our community. So thanks again so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. Mm-hmm.